With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, this is Valerie Complex, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Scene to Scene podcast hosted by Deadline. Now, today's episode has a really great guest. And it's someone whose career I've been following for a couple of years now, and that is French actress Noemi Merlant. Since her performance as Marianne in the queer romance film Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which was directed by Celine Sciamma, Merlant has worked nonstop as an actress and even directed a few short films and a feature-length film that's called Mi Lubita Mono More, which premiered at Cannes last year. Some of the projects she has up and coming, which is One Year, One Night, which is directed by Isaki Luquesta, which premiered at the Berlin Film Festival this year. She's also working or has worked on a film called Tar, where she'll be acting and starring alongside Kate Blanchett. And her most recent release is a film called Paris 13th District, which is directed by Jacques Audiard and co-written by Celine Sciamma herself. Now, I finally got a chance to sit down with Merlin. She's been traveling all over the place, but we finally got a chance to chat and catch up about everything that she's been working on and what fans can expect from her, you know, expect to see in the future. And she has some really interesting projects that she's working on that I think you'll be interested in and knowing more about. In the meantime, if you like what you hear, be sure to like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, leave a review. Let us know what you think of the podcast, you know, how we can improve and what, you know, type of folks you'd like to hear on the show and who you'd like to hear from. So with that, let's get into the conversation. You have been working nonstop for like the last three years since almost um, yeah since portrait of a lady on fire came out you directed um me lubita monomore you directed that and yeah that was after yeah yeah and then you did let's look you did paris 13th district uh one year one night and now you're you were working on tar and something else like yeah how, in new how york many projects did you do i think yeah quite a lot because yeah like uh yeah, I mean, Yubita, the odiar the one year one night then the movie in new york then the movie in berlin tar then the two french movies and then i just finished yeah you, how how did you keep from just falling out from exhaustion like how do you keep that kind of energy for all of that stuff like that's a lot and I'm like so proud of you and commend you for doing that but I can barely hold it up for 24 hours so how did you but I know you work a lot too um uh I I I 
I don't know. I, it, it's true that some some time I was really exhausted, but um, I have a good support of my friend, and I think it's a big, big part of how I managed to to find energy, you know. Um, because I was traveling a lot, and the fact that because we're kind of a group, like a troop a team. Mm-hmm. And so we go visit, like they came to visit me when they had time or even just on the phone. I don't know, it support me a lot, like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, most of the time, like I, I'm so into the project I do. So the energy, like the adrenaline, Mm-hmm. Adrenaline. Yeah, it's adrenaline. so strong that that I feel more alive when I play when I am in a movie than in in life when I do nothing like when I don't work actually it's the moment where I feel the most exhausted because then all you know I don't know I feel uh, I, I have less energy when I don't shoot a movie so but uh, what was hard is it's true that I, I prefer when I have times between shooting to, it's not only because uh, I'm tired, it's because to feed, I, I have to say goodbye to a character and to say to welcome a new one and I need the time between. So I, I tried to manage to have this time, but you know, there is some of the movies I did, I didn't have enough time and that I don't really like that, but also it's put, it's, you know, you never know when you say yes to a project, finally, when it's exactly when it starts, sometimes it moves. So then it's right after the other. And so you have to deal with it. But um, that's a uh, wow. That's a lot. But it's good that you have like a good support network, because without that, it's very difficult to manage to do anything especially like have the energy to continue to go from one project to the next so like what what who you've worked with a lot of different people over the last three years and like you're working with Kate Blanchett now which is like every actress dream to want to work with one of the industry's best like, what was that like? I'm curious, because I'm dying to like meet her, but you got to like be in her space and work with her. What was that like? Amazing. Like, uh, I I couldn't believe it until even the end of the shooting. I was not, still not believing it, believing it. But um, I don't know. For me, like I'm a huge fan is really one of my model as an actress. And I think as, a lot of actresses have the same model. It's her mm. uh, because she is so I don't know magical and powerful and alive and um, and yeah. I remember the first day we had this rehearsal uh, with the director and her, and I was you know she came in and and I, I couldn't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the beginning, I couldn't even say my line. So I was, oh, <laughs> but it's not her fault because she was so, you know, just so mm-hmm. simple and so sweet. But, uh, but, but then I, um, 
she's so uh, bienveillante. How you say bienveillante is, uh, you know, nice and taking care of people, like aware. Oh, so like, uh, like mothering, like caring for everybody. Yeah. So, so you know, she, it was, uh, um, then I, I, I felt really more, uh, <laughs> really more comfortable and more and more I was, uh, I was working with her, you know, and mm. I, I, I tried to not think about about it, like mm. um, when I was working, because I, you know, we it, ha it has to be, um, yeah, work, and you have to forget this because mm. otherwise you're blocked, you know. So, um, but it was just amazing to to watch her has how, how she works. She mm. works so so hard like it's it's amazing like I was so shocked every time I was just watching the scenes when she was acting I was oh my god I was like a kid I was like a, so full of uh, of uh, energy of joyfulness of humor uh, humor and it must like there's like a sense of wonder there where you're like wow like just watching this person sort of work is like you know because I, I watch her movies and I'm like dang she's like good in everything <laughs> and, yeah and and your career kind of mirrors that right where you you've done a lot of different roles like Kate Blanchett has done some of everything and is, would you say that that's something you're trying to build where you like have a, a, a sort of lineage of different types of roles that you're a part of? You know, this is to like not get typecasted. What I mean by that is like, you don't get cast at the same type of role all the time. You know, you get different types of characters who are all different from one another. Yeah, that's what I, I'm looking for. That's what I try to do. Sometimes it's risky because it's, uh, you know, like in Jumbo, it's a role like so. Um, and we're not used to it that much in France, uh, even more than in America. I think that we, the actors are cast more for, you know, the kind of people they are, mm -hmm. uh, like kind of natural, I don't know how to say that, but... Uh, uh yeah an actress like Kate Blanchett for what I really love is that she invents always something new and she mm. takes risk uh really strong characters as a as a woman powerful and with a lot of complexity and um and so it's 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 really um uh, an inspiration, a big, big, strong inspiration. So, I think it's what all actors try to do to uh, to 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 have uh, access and to interpret uh, roles uh, different every time. Um, but it's not. It's it's first not easy, and it's not easy to 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 find even more in French uh, in France access to a, a, you know uh, an amazing. Um, role even more for women more and more now but mm. uh, um you know amazing script amazing and with this risk it's it's uh, there is no not so much movies you know like mm -hmm. that so so but i'm happy if i if i can start to work also in 
in other countries because then you have more uh, uh, diversity. Uh, I mean, of uh, of stories of way to work. Of uh, so we'll see. But um, so, yeah, would you say like? your life and career has changed since you were, uh, since uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire came out and like the type of offers, cause you just talked about how like, you know, working in different countries and, you know, getting the diversity of roles. But do you think that Portrait of a Lady on Fire opened up more doors for you? Oh yeah, it, it opened a lot of doors. Yes, it changed everything everything and not only not not only yes it's a big part that i have more offer offers mm -hmm. i have more access to different uh, directors um i meet more people also mm -hmm. i uh, i think it helps me to have uh, an agent in in the united states to to have offers in the united states too um and also in my life as a artist mm -hmm. it helps me to have the strength to start to direct uh to feel more confident thanks to Celine and what the story of portrait says also mm. um and and also as a woman in my life i uh, change a lot of um the movie of portrait and also the discussion that we we have with uh, with Celine or I had with Adele opened me a lot of you know stuff and I'm I, I think I'm also a different person now so it changed it changed a lot of of stuff in my life that's really good like it's really good to see you know someone who's so passionate about acting get the type of 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 roles and everything because you know how acting is you get one role and then it can open up doors for you or it could close them you know what i mean so it's fortunate it's you know it's really good that that happened for you it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What was it like to work with? Celine again on uh, Paris 13th District, which I finally saw recently. Ah. All this time, I finally saw it. And what was it like to like reunite again and then work with a director like Jacques uh, Audiard on, on this project? Uh, when I auditioned for this project, uh, I didn't know at the beginning that Celine was. Um, oh wow! No, I, I, I when I first uh, had you know the script and 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 uh, I remember I, I was yeah I was on the phone with Celine because uh, I don't know it was a quarantine I think at that moment yes, so we because sometimes we call each other and um, and I told her I have an audition for Jacques Jacques Audiard's movie, and uh, she told me at that moment that uh, she was 
a part of um, uh, she was a co-writer of mm-hmm. this movie about a couple of years ago ah, okay. you know they start to to write to to write it uh, years before and then it's Lea Mischus at that moment that was working with uh, Jacques uh, but she she told me a little bit about about it um some little advice you know yeah. about uh, <laughs> about because I was so stressed uh, uh, about this audition mm. so she gave me some uh, some some advices and um, and uh, and then I didn't uh, meet her during this uh, uh, shooting mm-hmm. she was not yeah she was not uh, you know she was not part of it anymore at that moment like she but uh, I saw her again in Cannes, mm-hmm. and um, sorry because someone called me. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, and so that was nice. That was magical to you know to to be uh, to 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 be even if it's she was not here on set. She, mm-hmm. I could feel her, you know, in a way. Mm-hmm. um in 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 the story in uh, and with Jacques it was amazing because he is really i don't i don't know how to describe him but uh i mean for me he's one of the top directors that we have and mm-hmm. um and he's so joyful when he works like so open like he wants really that the actors that the, the people actually not only the actors but are really part of the uh, process and so we have a, a lot of freedom to 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 try things give some ideas say what we think uh, what we like what we don't like mm-hmm. uh, what we want to try so there is a big part of if there is accident it's fine actually it's great um, and uh, so there was a big big part of rehearsals uh, all together with the actors, also with Stephanie Shen, who is the coach for the, you know, body language, and mm-hmm. that was I discovered that and that was really interesting um, because for him it was really important that we feel comfortable in the like the love scenes. So to choreograph it before, then it's you know a way to put a strong idea behind the scenes and. Is being that not more comfortable they do in France have intimacy coordinators? No. Never, never. No, no, we never. I mean, I never heard about this before, and we no, never was for me. It was the first time. I, I don't know for the other act, actors, but for me, it was the first time. And actually, it's it's really interesting because it's it's not only and it's a big part to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able to have a space to to try and to say no, this no, this yes, this, you know. But also, it, it's it's then it's more specific, you know. And so it's more in the details. And mm-hmm. so I feel me, it's more true. It's more believable. It's more interesting because when we start a love scene, when we don't even work on it before then mm-hmm. it's like oh you know you all over the place yeah, yeah. you all over the place you don't and you feel not comfortable so you 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 do the things really quick and right, weird right. And, it, and so it's not really true and so it 
I, I think it's so it's not only about it's a big part, but it's not only about being comfortable. It's also uh, about how to find, you know, the uh, verity, verity uh, truth, the variety. Yeah, veracity and veracity. There you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and, and and you know, it's it's not a new thing in the states, but I would say it's relatively new. Like they have whole agencies that employ intimacy coordinators, and a lot of them are like sex workers who go on set and like, you know, show how you like shoot a scene or whatever. It's really. It's really interesting. One of the upcoming episodes on my podcast is going to be about just that, because I think that that's a fascinating way to to make everyone sort of comfortable on set, and also to protect the women uh, and the men, um, you know, from making things sloppy and any mistakes or whatever. So I'm glad you had an opportunity to experience that. And I know you were supposed to. You were supposed to come to New York, right? With Jacques uh, for the movie. Yeah. But you decided not to come because I had COVID. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I had to. Yeah. I Dang. Had COVID. Dang, that's too bad. Um, because I know, like, you know, you were shooting in New York before, but you weren't in the city very, very long. So when I was like, oh, she's coming back or whatever, you know, and then you had COVID. I'm so sorry. I hope yeah. you feel better. I mean, we're really, really, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good now since more than a week. But uh, uh, it started a couple of days before to, you know, go to New York. And um, and I was, you know, this is just a cold. And then I did the test and, oh, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was, you know. It would not happen. It was the end, but see, it's still here. <laughs> yeah, still, still here. And I ended up getting COVID too. It was horrible. I, it was, it's yeah. Horrible. It's so, it was, I couldn't breathe. And I thought that I was going to go to the hospital or something. But um, oh. it was like three weeks of sickness. I couldn't do it. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that was a strong yeah, so one. I wear my mask all the time because I don't want it again. I don't want it. I don't want the problem. <laughs> so I, what do you have? What are you working on now? Like as far as directing, are you writing? Are you preparing to shoot something else? Like what are you, what are you doing? Because you got the first movie out the way, premiered at Cannes, which is huge. Like I was so happy for you when I saw that like your film was premiering at Cannes, which is like, you know. You're almost like the new can darling now because you're going to be there every year, it seems like. <laughs> you got something coming to can this year? I don't know. I, I, I think with some of the movies I did, maybe they will be ready and they will send it. But I don't know if they will choose one of, of, uh, of them. But uh, are you working on anything right now, like personally, that you want to shoot? Uh, yeah, I'm preparing so my next feature film that I would love to shoot in September, October. Um, so we try to find the cast and the money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Um, fingers crossed. But um, so I finished uh, to write the script. I'm, I'm still rewriting some of 
stuff, you know. But um, now I start to yeah to meet people to 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 find the cast to so so yeah I start now and if if I want to shoot in September I have to start do, doing that now um, and so it's uh, uh, the the title is Les Femmes au Balcon so it's women's on balcony mm-hmm. it's in English and um, it's it, it's really personal movie because I I I I I I start to think about it a couple of years ago in the quarantine and it's it's really I don't like to say femi- just feminist movie because mm-hmm. for me it's more than that but mm-hmm. yeah it is about you know a cathartic movie about mm-hmm. you know some pain and some but it's also about sorority and um and it's i shoot it with one of my best friends sanda kodranu who is in miyubita and uh she helps me write the script also uh it's going to be a comedy uh and uh a film de genre i don't know how you say that in english but like horror movie horror movie it's a horror comedy yeah I would say that horror wow. comedy. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you haven't done a horror movie yet, have you? <laughs> no. Ah. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, or uh, no, not really. I mean, the one I did in New York is a little bit, you know, like that, like thriller mm-hmm. or horror, a little bit, but. Um, um so I'm I'm pretty excited because I I don't know if it will be easy to find the money because it's you know uh, radical like it's it's violent it's yeah it's uh, a lot know. of uh a lot of people to talk to a lot of paperwork and you know you have to like ask people and then wait and then yeah yeah but um and also uh, i'm finished to to edit uh, a documentary that i did a couple of years ago um of uh, my family so this mm. one is really really you know small project that's you know personal project um not because it's my family but mm. because i i thought that it was really uh, for me i think it's interesting um the what's going on <laughs> uh it's in french we call that les aidants the helpers okay the helpers are the people uh our person so in my documentary and in the reality it's my mother mm-hmm. who take take care of uh like every day of their family with a uh handicapé invalid invalid oh so they're taking care of um someone who is uh who's disabled or or someone yeah who who can't help themselves right yeah mm-hmm. so she does that with my my father and my sister so uh so she's double helper you know okay. and so um uh they have a different uh invalidity mm. my father it's different than my sister but uh, mm. both are uh, 
so they all live together and uh, i i decide one day to 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 shoot them uh, because um i don't know i think for me it's it's powerful uh, what my mother do- uh, does uh, i want to talk about these people who we don't talk a lot uh, about them um and uh, they don't have easy life uh but at the same time uh, uh at the same time i don't want to sh- i didn't want to shoot it as oh like uh, pity like like uh, sad and uh, because mm. they have a lot of uh, all a lot of uh, even my dad or my sister you know what they have they have a lot of joyfulness of mm. co- courage uh, a, a lot of talking between you know between all of them to continue to live with the strength and uh, so uh, so I did that and um, I'm, I'm still editing uh this uh this this documentary um and i i hope one day one of the first movie i wanted to do fiction mm-hmm. uh but um maybe it's it, it takes more time because it's so much personal that i need more time but i want one day to do to do um a fiction about that about the help the helpers mm-hmm. and um and uh the the person who have the psychosis 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 because it's what my sister have and uh, and uh, and oh, I'm so she has because... um so she has mental illness she has yeah okay but um and and it's the same I I I I don't find a lot of movies where I have the sensation that I you know I uh, it's always for me, I kind of cliche or with a, a, a gaze that I don't really recognize or mm. or like. I don't know. So I, I I want one day to 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 write about that, but um, uh, it's gonna take time. And I I really want that my sister participate because I don't I want that you know it's uh, that uh, it's um, respectful and. Uh, and that she she talk about it also the way she wants uh, mm-hmm. and um and so she was not ready before but now she start to be ready to so uh, uh step by by step um but i for me it's an important thing to talk about all this uh all these uh things and the fiction uh, i think it's a good uh, i don't know so I'm doing that, and that's it. Oh, and um, we plan with uh, Insolence Production, the people who did uh, Shakira with me, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Jimmy also. We really want to, uh, but this will take time also to 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 do a movie, um, uh, to do a, a, a movie uh, about the Second World War, about mm-hmm. the gypsies in the Second World War. Uh, I don't know if I, you know, uh, uh, maybe co-directed it with the, um, I don't know if it was Jimmy or uh, uh, someone who is a Roma, Roma, mm-hmm. Roma people. Uh, and uh, also to write it, I want to write it uh, uh, with him and and, and uh, someone who is uh, from this uh, community. Um, but there is a lot of uh, work to to do to, 
because there is not so much um, in the history, in the books, not so much uh, of things about uh, what they lived, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so, but it will take time, but it's a project we have also. Wow, you got, you nonstop, you like a machine, you're like, I got this, I got this, I got this. And too much. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and you seem to have a good grasp on, you know, maybe organization or whatever, but whatever you're doing, keep it up because it seems to be working because you're like getting it out there like fairly quickly. So I hope you're taking a very long vacation going to the beach or something <laughs> because you deserve it. You've been working your butt off for the last three years. And I, I'm always in awe. I'm like, does she sleep at all? Like, <laughs> I sleep a lot. Really? <laughs> I, yeah, I need my nine hours of uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna say nine to 10 hours of sleep. Like, and, and I just wanna say like, you know, I'm glad that we've like remained in touch and I'm so happy that, you know, you found Me too. success that you were looking for. And it's always a pleasure to like talk with you and like, you know, see how you're doing and find out what projects you're working on. And so I mean, I, I definitely was like, you know, I started the podcast um, back in December and I always wanted to have you as a guest on the show, but I knew you were busy. So I'm glad we finally got to talk and catch yeah. up. Yeah. See you, see you in person. Me too. So hopefully. Yeah, me too. I can't wait. I know. Hopefully next time you're in New York, we can hang out or um, I'll be at Cannes this year. And Amazing. Uh, Good. I'll be in Paris too. So if you're around, let's, uh, yeah. let's get a drink. Definitely. With and, pleasure. And, and I'm, I really appreciate that you invite me uh, in your postcard because I, you know, I, I, I really appreciate what you do. I like what you do and I love your questions and uh, your sincerity. And so um, I'm really glad you think of, thought about me. <laughs> oh, of course. You're like, you know, you're like, you know, one of my favorite actresses. So um, I, I think that, you know, you do amazing work. So I just had to have you on the show. But thank you so much for for your time and your, your candidness um, and uh, chatting with me. And I hope we uh, get to link up soon. And thank you yeah. for being on the show. Thank you too.